Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer and set of offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. Has the winter season taken a toll on your tile, upholstery, carpet? Call Cyclone Cleaners, 570-726-6200. For all your carpet, upholstery, and ceramic tile cleaning needs, it's Cyclone Cleaners, also offering odor treatment and soil and stain guard. Choose the only cleaning company that supplies the water to clean your home and disposes of it when they are finished. Call Cyclone Cleaners to schedule your cleaning today, 570-726-6200. Oh, that's strange. Matthew never has a second cup of my coffee. This week on Dueling Review, we take a look at Vampirilla number one from Dynamite Entertainment. In July 1969, the world was first introduced to Vampirilla. Fifty years later, she doesn't look a day older. Now, to celebrate her gold anniversary, Dynamite is launching a brand new ongoing series. You experience the first mysterious taste of things to come in Vampirilla's free comic book day number zero, and the story continues here. Matthew, it has been 50 years since Vampirella. Do you remember the first time you spied uh, the, uh, probably, who was it, uh, Garcia Lopez's art? Uh, it, I don't think it would have been Garcia Lopez at the time that I was reading it, because I ran into Vampirella way too early, like 1979 early. So a decade into her 50-year career. Well, yeah, but only nine years into my 50-year career. And uh, when you're a pre-sort of tweeny person... You should not have access to a Vampirella of that that magnitude. I guess is the word. Was he not the? Was not uh, Jose Luis Garcia Lopez? Was he not the first uh, Vampirella? You're artist? thinking of Jose Gonzalez. Oh, okay, that's who I'm thinking of. Okay. Yeah, Jose Luis Garcia Lopez actually came a little later and did most of his work for DC. That's right. That's right. He did yeah. all those. Uh, today, you can even if you go look at the DC Style Guide. Yep. He's the it's one that's, they, it's all based on his, in fact, and I've talked about this before, I know we're veering off the topic of Vampirilla, ladies and gentlemen, but in fact, um, for both of my kids, we bought these giant wall art decals that you put on the, on the, uh, on the wall based on their, on their name. So I have a giant Superman one and I have a giant Batman one. Right. Both of them are Garcia Lopez art based on the yeah. model sheet in the, in that, in that style guide, which is just like. Oh my God, literally 50 years later, you're still using art from the 1970s. Yeah, but they've updated the suits. So that's, oh no, I think... no, I will show you the picture. It is literally, <laughs> I'm, I am looking, if you do the, uh, Gizmodo has a, io9 has an article. If you look at the Superman character, um, design from that style guide, and it's the one where he's standing looking right at you, that is yep. literally the poster. That is literally the cow that was hanging on the wall in my oldest son's room for years because I want to say by the time that I got into Vampirella, it would have been Rudy Nebres. Mm, okay. Who was amazing. I probably ran into Vampirella around the same time, 78, 79. I remember our little local grocery store for a short time carried magazines. And of mm -hmm. course the original Vampirella was not really comic book form. It was kind of in the same kind of uh, magazine format that you would think of as heavy metal. And I know they had yeah. heavy metal and they had Vampirilla and they had, I think I want to say blade 
Was it also a standalone magazine format? Uh, in the black and white itself, blades? Tales of the Vampire would have been. Oh, maybe that's what it was. Tales. I remember Conan yeah. was that way because I remember yep. some kids um, would bring it to school and be like, hey, man, look at this crazy Conan art. And I was like, oh, my God, there's naked ladies in there. I think we're going to get in trouble if we look at this stuff. That's that is literally Can I borrow it? And then, and then, and then we'd look at them in between class and and everything. So yeah, that was probably about that same time period. Yeah, but uh, it she's been always the been black and white stuff in there. Yeah, she's always been from Draculon, right? She was originally from Draculon. Yeah, she's an alien from Draculon, and then later her origin was altered a little bit, where she was still from Draculon. But it turns out that her mom was actually the biblical Lilith. From right. uh, from from the apocrypha of the Bible, I don't know. Yeah, um, and then she's had like just sort of sliding scale origins where she was an alien, and for a while she was pure vampire, and then for a while I think she was like a chaos demon or something. Well, guess what? what? Guess what? Vampirilla gets a brand new volume, a brand new number one from Dynamite Entertainment. Now, this is the fifth volume at Dynamite Entertainment, not the fifth volume of Vampirilla overall, which means. We kind of get a new origin story, which isn't really an origin story so much because she does say that she's from another planet. Yeah. But uh, we are changing some of the origin stuff around a bit. It seems like they are actually trying to take all the origins and maybe put them together into one because this issue references the Draculon stuff. And of course, mm-hmm. we see her mother, who is implicitly Lilith, although mm-hmm. never actually named as Lilith. Uh, I like to think of her as uh, Mrs. Bluth from Arrested Development, only with fangs. Uh, Lucille Arella, perhaps? I don't know. But yeah, um, is it a new origin, or is it like welding everything? It's really hard to say, but man, I, it, this is a weird book. Yeah, do we know who's this guy that she's talking So this, uh, there's a plane crash. She's right. one of the few survivors that come out of it. She's in therapy, and she's talking to her therapist who is just like, there ain't no such thing as werewolves or vampires or anything like this. And she's like, no, let me tell you my story. Here's how it happened. I was chasing this dude down on the airplane and he decided to blow up the airplane or do whatever that, that he does. He can't be killed. And so we kind of get set up for here is the big bad for this story arc or maybe this entire volume. And have we seen this guy before? Or is this a new creation? I'm almost certain that this is a Christopher Priest creation because he just screams. Yeah, he screams priest. I mean, he is a priest character. I'm not aware of Dr. Chari having ever appeared before this, Mm -hmm. but I really like the voice that Priest brings to him because he's clearly, you know, a very, very intelligent, talented man, but he also just talks like they know where woof. Yeah, no, no I, I, I really, I really enjoy the psychiatrist guy, uh, really a lot, a lot, a lot. But yeah, this uh, Baron Gustav von Christ is uh, is the one that I was just like, oh, is this a character we've seen before or not? Is this somebody from Vampirilla's oh. past? Because I don't know, I wasn't really thrilled with that guy as being the big bad. Well, I'm not entirely sure about big bad but von christ is a character who has appeared before Ah, okay and i want to say that he is an idw not an idw but a dynamite vampirella character that we've seen Mm. before okay i don't remember him you know back in the 90s when vampy was at harris comics as far as i know but he is an established vampirella 
player character, okay. I guess, is what it is. Well, it sounds seems like she's going to be dealing with a little bit of that fallout as well as her mother showing up, and then also yep. possibly the this character, the the psychiatrist or psychologist. Mm-hmm. Dr. I think he's a psychiatrist. Dr. Yeah, uh, I think we're going to see him hang around for a little while. So from the I standpoint, yeah, from the standpoint, there are some there's some interesting plot hooks and there's some interesting things that are going on. Um, but I got to tell you, Matthew, the art in this just bites. Pun intended. See, I, I completely disagree. This art is weird. It is super weird. And I agree. Yeah, you know with why? You, you know that... why it's you know why it's super weird? Because Tell it me. looks like clip art. All of the it's characters' faces are expressionless serious. clip art that has either been traced over or whatever, but it looks like vector clip art. And I look at this and I'm like, this is horrible to me. This is, yeah. I mean, if I want to get a clip art collection and make my own comic, then that's what I would do. But this just doesn't appeal to me in any way, shape, or form. And if, and if you like it, that's great. But yeah, you're, not, you're not going con- it- to convince me that this kind of vector design is is appealing. That's the thing. It reminds me weirdly, and this is strange because I don't really care for it, of uh, what was coming out of Crossed about 10 years ago. Uh, Avatar Press's stuff when they were doing Crossed and they were doing, uh, what was that one with the killer stuff and No Hero and all of the bloody... Yeah, I never read any, I never read anything from our Avatar. Yeah, it's really interesting to me because there's a point where... Uh, they're getting into a fight. Von Christ and uh, Vampy are getting into a fight in an airport or in an airplane, rather lavatory. And it, throughout the fight, she is looking at the reader and it's creepy as F word. And I realize, or at least I think I realize it feels like he's trying to make this unnerving. He's trying to make the character a creepy alien vampire who would eat us if we were really there? And I really kind of enjoy how weird it, it feels kind of like a modern Nagel painting, only creepy with blood. So I can definitely see why it's off-putting. There are a lot of characters looking directly into the metaphorical camera, staring the reader right in the eyes. And there's definitely a precision that feels computer generated, that feels like clip art moved around on a page. I would agree with you on that. I like it. I don't know. I mean, the first few times I've read this issue, I don't know if I like the book, really. But I, I I'm really mixed on it. I mean, I if this is the art style and uh, Ergon Gundus, uh, I don't Ergun know what the, Gundus, I believe it's yeah, I'm, it's a Turkish name. I am not a fan of this art, and if this is the art for the remainder of the first arc or whatever, not. I gotta. I'll be honest. I'm not gonna read any more of this. I think um, Gundus did part of the Betty and Veronica Vampy Red Sonia crossover. Maybe I, I don't think I, I don't think they did the, that. I don't think it was the first issue because that was not an issue there. But I I just don't like I just don't like this art. I I just can't look at it. It is super off putting for me, which is a shame because there is something of a story here that feels like we're getting a uh, different takes on the origins, right? Where at one point, we're going to have her have this breakthrough of, oh, I'm an alien. Oh, no, I'm really a vampire. Oh, no, I'm an alien vampire. And then, you know, all these different origin stories are going to be revealed through uh, through this uh, counseling sessions. If that's the way it is, I mean, that's a very cool story to kind of get people up to speed on what's going on. And I could see that being three or four issues of that. 
Right. But the art just doesn't do it for me, unfortunately. Yeah. And I, and I, and I, I don't mean to put the, the artist down. Uh, you know, everybody has their own, their own tastes. And, and there's, you know, you hate Alex Ross. I think Alex Ross is fine. I like Humberto Ramos. You hate Humberto I, Ramos. I love this issue's Alex Ross cover. And I realize that it's not. Uh, that's not Alex Ross. Like that's, Alex Ross. that's, that's, uh, that's Cho is the cover. Cho is the first cover. The second cover is Alex Ross. Uh, I guess I didn't get a the second one, color in mine. The, I just have the, I okay. just have the main wraparound cover and that's uh, Cho. The Cho cover. Okay. There's an Alex Ross variant that I really like. Oh, okay. Yeah. No, I didn't, I didn't get those or see those or didn't, uh, if it's included in our digital copy in the very, very back, didn't even look that far oh. because the minute I hit, uh, no, I don't even have that in the, uh, in the digital review copy, uh, because as soon as oh, it gets I'm using to the copy that I, I end up by one on the comicsology. I oh, okay. But it's fine. Find the copy. Cool. There's a whole folder that I share each week that says, "Here's all the comics." And I the went week. to that folder and I looked for Vampirella, and it didn't come up. And I'm like, "Oh, it's under the it's, it's under Vampirella. the it's in the dynamite folder." <laughs> and which is under the folder for July 22nd, which is under the folder for July, which is, it's just a lot of things. And I hit the search and it's like, nope, can't find it. Yeah. I think it's, uh, yeah, it's called Vampirilla's 50th is what it is. So, but no, well, I like the Frank Cho. I like the Frank Cho cover art. And that's, again, we've talked about this before, and this is a problem with every comic book, every modern comic book, at least, uh, sure. for the most part, the cover artist is different from the interior artist. So, um, you know, you're going to be a little shocked. I think if yeah. if you're going to pick this up and read it, this is one of those that I say, go look at the, we've got previews over at Majorspoilers.com of the interior pages. So you can look at the art, the first five pages of this issue and decide for yourself whether this art is for you, but I can tell you it's not for me. And so yeah. I'm going to say, maybe get it. I think it's an interesting story. I think there's maybe an interesting hook, um, but the the art turns me off. I'm going to say maybe get it because it is weird. It is weird as heck. And if you've read uh, Priest books like Quantum and Woody, or if you've read his stuff where he was doing uh, just recently Deathstroke over at DC, and he did this weird introspective kind of metatextual wacky Deathstroke where I'm going to save the world by creating a team of teen titans. And then it all went to crap in his hands. I mean, that's the kind of thing that you're going to get out of a priest story. And this is kind of wonderful because it has Vampirella trying to talk to this psychologist and he's spending the whole issue trying to guess where she's from. Iceland. No. Italy. I'm from another planet. You ain't from no other planet and, and I ain't got and no tell me, patient. Tell me if that doesn't look a little bit like Samuel L. Jackson with a really bad uh, hairpiece. With, yeah, Samuel L. Jackson with his Mr. Glass hairpiece. I don't know. Uh -huh. That's kind of neat. Um, I'm looking at the Vampirellas, and I keep seeing the actress who plays Veronica on uh, Sexy TV Riverdale. Uh, yeah, I don't, I, don't, I don't see that either. Yeah, it's definitely there. But as I say, this is a weird book. And even saying that I like parts of it, I don't know if I like it. I think I like it. I want more of it, but I also had that sort of, you know, feeling the first time I had a pickled hot dog. I was like, I don't know if I like this, but I think I want more of it. So, I mean, if you're willing to take a chance on a pickled hot dog. Yeah, certain, certainly. Take a chance. A take a chance. Yeah. But I wouldn't try to devour 20 of them in a row. No, the record is 36 and it's in one minute, but 
Well, I didn't say you had to do it in a minute. I just said I no, would avoid trying to do 20 pickled hot dogs uh, in a row because I think you're going to have a, a very negative reaction to that. I've never had a negative reaction in my life. Okay, or then go I? ahead and eat, eat 20 uh, hot dogs. We'll film it. We'll do it in a row. You eat 20 yeah. pickled hot dogs in a row. We'll film it. And then we'll see what kind of negative reactions you might have. Uh, you don't want to see that kind of reaction. Well, you said you never had a negative re- reaction, so I just want to see, you know, what happens. I was clearly lying. I've had tummy issues <laughs> for the last eight years. Dude, sick. <sighs> How did we get to here? Well, you, dear <laughs> listener, went over to patreon.com slash major spoilers, and you found the post that said dueling review for July 17th, 2019. And you said, hey, I've looked down the list and I would like for you to review this one. We didn't have as many people uh, comment on on this uh, last week's uh, question. Uh, so I had to go with the three that were there. And Vampirilla is the one that was the very first one. So in this case, being first sometimes gets you the winner. There you go. It may have been a post-holiday kind of it, it probably was because I didn't get it out till late and all that other stuff. But now we have it up now. Now next week's uh, comics are listed over there at Patreon.com. At least the link is. And you can yep. go over there and you can cast your vote and let us know what you would like us to review on the next episode. Maybe from Boom Studios, it will be Bone Parish number 11, Lumberjanes number 64, Mighty Morphin Power Rangers number 41, or maybe you want to get that Sons of Anarchy Legacy Edition trade paperback volume 3 for only 30 bucks. Dark Horse Comics has Aliens Rescue number 1, Invisible Kingdom number 5, uh, Tomb Raider Omnibus Trade Paperback Volume 1 and William Gibson's Aliens 3 finally gets collected in a $20 hardcover. Holy cow, man. That is a deal. That's a steal. And I That's think. A steal and a deal. Steal, a steal and deal. a deal. That's right. DC Comics next week. Action Comics number 1013. Batgirl number 37. Batman Beyond number 34. Today at the San Diego Comic Con during the Batman Beyond panel, they announced that they are collecting. The entire Batman Beyond run, including the Return of the Joker, in Blu-ray, in a Blu-ray collection. Over 1,500 minutes of Batman Beyond that's coming out, I want to say, end of the year? Just in time for the holidays, I want to say. Speaking of mean Blu-rays, did I tell you that Disney hates me? Oh, uh, so now Disney hates you. Okay. Uh, I've been keeping a list of everyone that hates you, and I I will now add Disney to the list. Very long list now. What did they do to you this time? Finally. Finally putting the black hole on Blu-ray. Uh-huh. But you don't have a only, Blu-ray player. I have a Blu-ray player. I have a PS4. No, it's only available to super special people who have some sort of Disney service or club or something. something oh yeah, the Disney Club. Yeah, yeah. And I'm just like <sighs> Don't worry, it'll be it'll be available in I, in some other places. I thought it was already available in uh, HD on uh, uh on iTunes. I, don't remember I think go go over to iTunes and look. I'm pretty sure it's available in digital and HD. Just the DVD cut. Mm, I don't know. Go go check that out. Detective Comics number 1008 comes out next week. Dial H for Hero number 5, the penultimate issue there. Flash number 75, Justice League Dark number 13 and Martian Manhunter number 7. Dynamite Entertainment has a oh man, I like the first volume of Altered Carbon, the uh, comic book series from Dynamite. They have the uh download blues hardcover signed edition for only 40 bucks. Also coming out next week, Mars Attacks trade paperback. Um, They have, Dynamite has announced a brand new James Bond 007 series coming. Um, You know, just another one that they're adding on to that. That was announced at San Diego Comic-Con. More information at Majorspoilers.com. And of course, also coming out next week, Warlord of Mars Attacks, 
Number two. Ack, ack. IDW ack. Publishing has Clue, Candlestick, number three. Disney's Comics and Stories, number six. See, this is where you interject the, the Disney hates me comment. Um, Disney hates me. GoBots, Trade Paperback, volume one. That's a good story. My Little Pony Friendship is Magic, number 80. Night Moves, number five, the final issue there. Red Panda and Moon Bear get a trade paperback, 14 bucks there. Star Pig, number one. And yes, that is about those uh, little uh, microscopic uh, water pig things, water bears. Star Pig. Also, the final issue of Star Trek Q Conflict arrives next week. I do want to see how that ends. Yeah, that'll be interesting. Image Comics has Curse Words number 23, Middle West number 9, Spawn 298 gets a second printing, and Wicked and Divine number 44 drops on all y'alls. Marvel Comics has Amazing Spider-Man number 26, Daredevil number 7 gets a second printing, House of X number 1, everybody talking about this one. That's a $6 book, though. House of X is in effect, y'all. I said the House of X is in effect, y'all. That is a $6 book. Also, Major X number 5 gets a second printing. Uh, also, I don't know if you saw this, uh, Matthew. Rob uh-huh. Liefeld is taking on Snake Eyes uh, over there at uh, IDW Publishing. He's got a, a Snake Eyes series that's coming out. I, I'm sure it's a limited limited run. Mm, I'm, I'm not thrilled. Also, IDW uh, today announced a new ROM Space Knight series called ROM Dire Wraiths. So that's coming cool. up pretty soon. They haven't announced a creative team on that. Uh, but uh, going back into the list, Star uh, Star Warps. Arachnite Annual Number One, Spider-Man Life Story Number Two gets a third printing from Chip Zdarsky. Uh, Swordmaster Number One, Valkyrie Jane Foster Number One, and X-Men Number One Thirty-Seven gets a facsimile edition. Tell everybody what the facsimile edition is, Matthew. A facsimile edition is a reprint of the entire issue, including the ads. Yeah. In a facsimile, where you could be like, "Hey, this is what a comic was like back in 1980." In all the rest category, we have Archie number 706. That's Archie and Sabrina part two. Archie versus Predator 2 number one also lands next week, which I cannot wait to see who lives and who dies in that issue. Uh, Let's see. Cavewoman Rescue Party one shot has uh, seven covers on that, including a topless cover. Dark Red number five, Gold Digger number 265. I ain't saying she's a gold digger. Life is Strange, number seven. Live Wire, number eight. Oz, Heart of Magic, number four. Scott Pilgrim, the color collection box set for only 90 bucks. You're looking to get something nice for Rodrigo. Can't go wrong with the Scott Pilgrim color collection trade paperback box set. Only $90. Tank Girl, number five from Titan Comics. And Zombie Tramp, ongoing, number 62, with only six covers there. I'm looking to see, Matthew. It's been a while. Since we've had the uh, 500 variant covers from whatever publisher that was, I don't know if they're still in business or what's going on. So kind of like, scary. They're saving it up. They're like, hey, we don't want 500. Let's just do 200 variant covers for a while. And then we'll sneak up on people when they're not looking. What are you looking forward to the most off that list that I, that I rattled through if you were to pick one off that list? Uh, the Betty and Veronica topless cover. No, 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 no. I mean, for That's, to talk about on next week's dueling review, and there oh, is no Betty and Veronica Topless cover. What a what a cad. I, I I'm sorry. I I must have zoned in and out. Um, I, actually, I don't know. There's a lot of interesting stuff going on. I'm gonna go with Flash seventy five. Okay. Um, did that come? Is that coming out next week? Must be coming out next next week. Well, you said it was. What did you I say? Like, it? 
Flash 75. Yeah, Flash 75. Um, that one is interesting because that will still be um, the very first year. Um, yeah, Flash year the, one. The year one stuff. So I'm interested to see where that goes, especially with... Flash year starring Peter O'Toole. <laughs> yes, well, especially with the, with the turtle uh, being the big villain in this first arc. So there you go. Uh, you're not interested in the penultimate issue of Dial H for Hero, or maybe you're... Uh, are you interested in... Um, what's the one from, from, from the Marvel... Uh, Marvel Epilogue, number one. I don't know about Marvel Epilogue. Dial H got bumped up to 12 issues, so he's oh, got another okay. six issues. Yeah. Also, the Betty and Veronica meets Vampirilla and Red Sonia. That is bumped up to 12 issues now. Yeah, I know. I'm shocked, too. Anyway, listeners, right. head over to patreon.com slash major spoilers. Look for the post dueling review for July 24th, 2018, 2019, sorry. And uh, you don't even have to be, uh, you know, you don't have to be someone who's contributing money to the Major Spoiler site. You just have to have a passion for listening to us talk about comics. Write down which one you want us to, well, actually type it. Don't write it down because then your screen is going to be ruined. But let us know what comic book you want us to read of comics coming out next week. And maybe if there's enough people who agree with you, we will find that on, uh, on the show next week. Anything else, Matthew Peterson? Uh, no. All right. Well, uh, thank you so much for checking out Dueling Review this week. Like I said, we will be back next week to review a comic that you pick, and you'll also be able to hear Matthew say, What? Decap. This podcast is copyright 2019 by Major Spoilers Entertainment, LLC. Spin your passion into a business with Shopify and break sales records with the world's best converting checkout. Let's hear that one more time. The world's best converting checkout. Shopify's legendary checkout makes it easier for customers to shop on your website, across social media, and everywhere in between. Now that's music to your ears. Any way you spin it, you can be a smash hit with Shopify. Start your dollar a month trial today at shopify.com records.